Welcome back to the Scoop College Basketball Podcast. We are back for yet another conference preview, and today we are previewing the SOCON, the Southern Conference, a very strong mid-major conference, uh, typically pretty decent. Furman's been a good team for a while. They finally broke through and got to the tournament last year where they had one of the best games in round one. They defeated Virginia in the opening round. That was one of the best games of the tournament. Um, yeah, and then they lost San Diego State in the second round. Uh, the conference as a whole, they were ranked the uh, 20th best conference in Ken Palm last year, and they are predicted at 17th this upcoming season. Um, Kyle, what are your first thoughts on the SOCON? Um, I was kind of, yeah, no, I like this conference this year. I, I, it's funny, like most conferences we've done, I've been, um, you know, I, I thought, you know, a lot of the mid-majors would get weaker this year, Um, and I was wrong. I, admittedly, I, I think a lot of these conferences are kind of exceeding my expectations as I go through previews, Um, and the SOCON just falls under that list. Is, I agree. Um, um Yeah. Yeah, so all conference members from last year, Mike Bothwell and Jalen Slauson, both affirmed. They both exhaust their eligibility. Slauson selected in the NBA draft. Keyshawn Langley, he is back at UNT Greensboro. Logan Dye exhausts his eligibility. Uh, BJ Mack transferred to South Carolina. As did the first member on the second team, that is Stephen Clark. He also transferred to South Carolina. Quest Glover transferred to Kansas State. Had a little stint at BYU, but is with the Wildcats <laughs> now. Um, Jake Stevens exhausts his eligibility, and Trey Jackson and Vontarius Woolbright, they are both back at Western Carolina. Moving to the third team, Jalen Haynes transferred to George Mason. His teammate Jordan King transferred to Richmond. Jalen McCreary is back at Mercer. Keandre Kennedy exhausts his eligibility, and Jermaine Marshall, he is back at Samford. So, solid amount of returning pieces, but also lots of talent leaving the conference. Um, two new coaches, um... East Tennessee State, they hired Brooks Savage. I believe he was a Wake Forest assistant um, working with Forbes, hiring from the Forbes tree again. ETSU has not been that good. They've gone through two coaches already. Savage will be the third since Steve Forbes left, so hopefully they get this one right. Um, And Dwight Perry, he has been named to the full-time Wofford head coach, was on the interim basis last year after um, midway through the season, so he is their full-time head coach moving forward. So moving to all-conference teams, Kyle, who was your SOCON player of the year? Little Vontarius Woolbright. I'd love to see it. That is my player of the year, too. I love Vontarius Woolbright. And, and it's SOCON's preseason player of the year. Yes, so I we're saw all it as the well. I, I, was just, I, was just a, I was disappointed that SOCON had him as well because I, I want to be like higher on him than everyone else. He, <laughs> is, he has elite passing vision for his size, Good physical, uh, kind of a wing uh, shaped. Um, not extremely efficient offensively, but I think that can definitely be improved. Oh, um, yeah. And I, size, I re- so. really like his versatility. Like if he has a shot, he's an NBA player. Like if For he sure. adds like no, shooting, I agree. Like, he's going to be that next mid major two way guy with good size that gets mm. looks. And there's been a lot of them in the past. Yeah. Like mm, he's got some. I guess maybe we could say Tumani Kamara with the once he gets a jump shot a little bit with the defense. Yeah, the the Rule Bright's uh, main selling point though is his passing. Like he is a point okay. guard. Okay, interesting. Like, he can, he can really pass. You know, it's funny. I only like... watched Western Carolina once, and that was in the SoCon tournament. So I didn't really get to gauge a ton of what they had, but they were impressive when I watched them. Um, they looked very good in that tournament, and um, my ranking of them is reflective of that. And, and I love their roster. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Wilbert averaged over five assists a game last year, so he was he was real addition. Now, his good size in the wing. So, yeah, big fan of what he brings. Um, another player I had on my uh, first team was uh, I don't know, can my doc pull back up? Yeah, JP Pegues for Furman. He he's in next in line. He was really good last year. It's his team now. Um, and I think he will be the best player on this team and a very good firm team still, despite the players they lost. I agree. He is on my first team as well. Um, um, my next member um, is Keyshawn Langley yep. of UNC Greensboro. Absolutely. Um, really crazy athlete. Um, mm-hmm. He's definitely got some pro upside as well because, you know, you look at his athleticism. He's got great size, great defender, not the best shooter, but um, he is a great slasher. Um, 
And uh, yeah, no, definitely have some pro ops out of UNCG just always puts athletes on, on their teams, man. And he is just another one of those guards that can just jump out the gym. Um, they had that guy a couple of years ago. What was his name? He's actually in the G uh, League. Isaiah now. Miller. Isaiah Miller. Yeah. Um, he is <laughs> following in his footsteps, it seems. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who else do you have? I just realized I only have two, four players on my second team, so I'm going to need to make some quick adjustments here. Go ahead. Another guy, another guy I have is Jermaine Marshall. I really yeah, like I have him, him too. Uh, he'll yeah. get more touches in the front court. Was already an and then I have player. um Jalen McCreary yeah. of Mercer. Five um, for so five. We went five for five. Huh? Yeah, there Mercer's not not a great team, but he is a very yeah. I don't love them this year. Impactful player. Um, let's see. I'm trying to trying to waste some time here. See why I want to put on my need one more player. Um, all right. Who who's one player on your second team? Winston Hill of Citadel. I have him as well. He was he was better than Rayshon. Winston Hill. He was Winston healthy. Hill follows me. You know where yeah. he's followed Remember, me for a while. Okay, but you know how like him and Ray Harrison were on those Presbyterian teams. He was a better yes. player when he was healthy. I agree. He was Winston Hill's his, a beast, man. He was limited to seven games this past season, but like this is a we, Citadel we get, team that I actually do like. Um, but we will get into that. Um, oh yeah, I I kind of like them. No, like, I, I, I do. I don't know if I'm wrong for saying that, but like I. I'm high on PJ like Smith Jr. as well, Furman. He is on my second team. Okay. Um, uh, PJ Smith, yeah. Um, definitely one of the transfers I like coming from D2 level. Not in my all-conference teams, but definitely some guy I think could be an impactful player. I went with another different rider. I chose Marcus Foster. Um, I have him too, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so pretty solid. Furman has very good backcourt there. Um, For sure. Players there. Um, So... Another guy I had is Kumari Peterson for East Tennessee State, John A. Logan product. Um, very good point guard. I had him second team, moved him down to third team. But... I just had him my third team, moved him up because I only had four players on my oh, uh, all right. So, I have Trey uh, Jackson of West Carolina yeah, on my second can team really as shoot well. The ball. Yes, um, he can fill up the stat sheet. And then on my last um, guy, Mikeel Brown-Jones of UNC Greensboro, um, senior forward, really well. physical um you know he's definitely uh you know what you're gonna get out of unc greensboro great rim protection great athletes physical team um yeah they're, they're not a fun team to play against um for sure so yeah my third team I already mentioned kumari patterson of east tennessee state for john a logan one of the best chukos in the country um i have maurice wright of vmi who i'm very high on underclassmen um, I believe, yes, he is a freshman. Um, VMI's roster is, they have trouble getting talent in the building, but they do have some good underclassmen. Um, they don't have a lot coming back, per se. Um, obviously, Jake Stevens from two years ago is the best talent they've probably ever had. So, um, you know, they, uh, he was unbelievable there. That's really where he got on the map. Him and... Um, I like Corey Cotton this year too. Another really good freshman. Um, those two guys I do really right uh, like. Um, and okay. Maurice Wright is uh, my favorite of the two. He's a former four-star recruit, actually. Um, yes, he averaged twenty-five, eight, and three. Um, he was an all-state player in Palmdale, California. So he's six-two, one sixty-five. Okay. Um, yeah. I think he's going to get a lot of shots. So. <laughs> yeah, he will get a lot of shots. Once you get down to third team, I have a lot of players that are like kind of role players. I'm trusting to like get into a bigger role. I have somebody them, though, you love. One of them though is Honor Huff. He yeah. uh, was okay. he was ultra efficient shooting the ball as a freshman. Did not get a waiver pass because of the in conference transfer rule. Um, but mm -hmm. he is fully eligible to go now. Um, he should be a very impactful player. Should have lighted up for Chad Duga in the backcourt. <sighs> I have another Chattanooga member, Jan Zedek of Pepperdine. Um, okay. Somebody I, I really liked two years ago. Um, he just yeah. lost a lot of minutes to Javon Porter's emergence. Um, he could shoot it a bit. A very skilled player, I think, um, mm. especially offensively. Um, and I, I think he's going to get really good minutes here at Chattanooga. I think it's a good spot for him. Um, yeah, and... I, I went with uh, Demetrius Davis as well for Chattanooga in their front court. Uh... Just kind of chose him instead. I think when those players are going to have a big season, I personally think it's going to be Davis. Um, yeah, who's another player do you have? I have Jaden Parker. Um, at okay. ETSU, I, I like someone him. who is really good in North Florida. Um, mm -hmm. 
could really rebound, really efficient, very physical. Um, I think ETSU is a little underrated. I don't hate them this year. They got talent yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, in year one, I think you know they, they're going to be respectable, unlike the last couple of years. Um, so he's my and the last member, <laughs> good old QNB of Citadel. Um, I don't love QNB, but like he's going to get he was, assists. He was good in SEC. Like he wasn't <laughs> bad in SEC. Yeah, no, I mean he he filled his role well. He's a good passer for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays some pretty good defense. Offensively, he's limited, but I mean, he, you know what he's going to bring, and um, I think he's a pretty good player in this conference. So, absolutely, I I almost I almost included him, and I need to add another player. The player that I did add was Garrett Heen for Furman. Um, I had him. I think he's maybe the best player in their front core. Obviously, better back oriented team, but. He's still going to be very impactful. And in the other mm-hmm. two players I had, I had Corey Tripp for Wofford. My reasoning for that is Wofford's going to need somebody to light it up. And, I mean, I, he seems like their best candidate as of now. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy I went with was A.J. State and McCray for Samford. Solid player on the wing there that also should benefit from a Samford team that I really do like this upcoming season. Yeah, they're pretty good. So, yeah, um. I put him there uh, for top 10 transfers. You've already seen my top 10 transfer list that I posted the other day. Obviously we will still go through them. Number one, no, I had Ryland Jones. Um, Ryland Jones. Isn't a guy that's going to like light up the stat. He's not going to score. Right. Like, he's in this conference. He's, he's, he's not going to score. Samford. Like, yes. Yeah. He, he's not going to score like 15 points per game. Most likely he's not going to do all that stuff, but he's going to be a really solid point guard, really solid passer, really good assisted turnover guy ratio. Um, and I think, I mean, he showed scoring flash. He averaged like 90 games his freshman season at Utah. That scoring punch hasn't really been there the past few years. But if anything, the SoCon will give him another chance to revive that. Possibly. And yeah. even though I don't think he's going to be like the highest profile transfer in this conference, I think he's going to get a job done. He's a winning point guard. And I think he, he, will, really, he will really benefit this team just by being on it. No, he's a positive for sure. Defensively, he's very iffy, though, um, I will say. Yeah, but it's um, a SoCon. That's another reason that's true. why. Like... Although the SoCon, I will say, is a conference that is usually very good offensively. They yeah. usually have very good offensive analytics. So, I mean. But, I mean, he, he played at then four again, years in a much higher level. Than then again, I will say the SoCon doesn't play much defense, so he'll fit right in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, So, number one, I have P.J. Smith Jr., somebody I'm really okay. high on. I am at um, six. D2 I like level. Him. Um, I really like him. Winston Hill, I have a two. Um, I have Winston I think Hill, too, as well. He's a very we good need, We need him to be healthy. We need him to we be do. healthy because if he's healthy, um, he's good. If he's healthy, the Citadel is a team to watch out for in this conference. Absolutely. They, they have really good freshmen, too. They, I think. They, have, they have some. There's some stuff building there. Intriguing young talent there in the Citadel. I have Jaden Parker at three. Okay. Number three, I have Kamar Robertson, already a yes, good player so in his conference at Mercer. Should plug right into Western forever. Carolina's starting lineup. Um, very solid in conference ad. So I have Tyler Millen of Chattanooga. I think he is okay. in for a big season. Um, I kind of liked him at Middle Tennessee. Um, yeah. he's got size. Um, he's a good defender. Um, he's a good downhill player. Uh, I think he's going to get more of a role this year. There was just so many good wings on Middle Tennessee over the years. Yeah. You think of TFL Leonard, you think of Eli Lawrence. Um, he t- just never really had the opportunity to really shine over there. Um, in the minutes, I do remember him playing. Um, so I watched a good bit of Middle Tennessee over the last couple of years. Like he, he was a pretty productive player in his minutes, and he's a good defender. So I think the ceiling for him is very high. That's why I have him up here. Yes. Um, then I have Kamar Robertson at five. Um, okay, really solid have, starter. Four, I have Melora Brown. Um, very solid big man for the Citadel. Number five, I have Dallas Graziani from Samford. He's a D2 point guard coming from Nova Southeastern. The D2 That's champs. Right. Average like seven assists there, I think. Uh, is 5'8", so really, really short player. Uh, but good, good facilitator. Good on defense, on ball at least. He gets a lot of steals. And him and Jones just give you a great one-two point guard punch that I think is just really... They're going to be running this year. They're going to be really running Mm, this year. Yeah, those two. That is interesting. I do love me some buckyball. So at number six, I Rylan Jones. And then at number seven... Number number six, I had PJ Smith. Okay. Yeah. 
Number seven, I have Honor Hoff of Chattanooga. Okay, I, I didn't include him because he was on the team last year. That's true. He but, technically uh, was. Um, number eight, I have Cornelius Williams from LSU. Okay. I think he's okay. um somebody who will get some front court minutes. Um, really, I think he was a pretty high prospect at LSU as well. Um, so yeah, he was decently. He, he like, was committed to Murray State and then followed. That's true. So, so he wasn't like super highly regarded prospect. That's where it can be. But, but he was like a really high prospect in Murray State standards. Mm-hmm. So, so definitely he, still good for this conference. Good, um, great. All of eligibility left. Number seven, I have Garrett Hicks. All conference reform in the SWAC with Alabama A&M. Should be another solid player at Samford. Um, good. Can score from levels wing. Um, number eight, I had Jaden Parker. Good defender. Good rim protector. Efficient inside score. Um, let's see. Who do you have at number nine? UMB. Um, and then at number 10, I have Rudy Fitzgibbons in conference okay. transfer coming shooter. from the Citadel. I think he really has upside. I've heard some really uh, highly touted things about him recently. So, um, no, I think he can be really good. So, yeah, number number nine, I have Ebi Asamoa. Good, good shooter. Good shooter. Should Delaware legend, solid Delaware player. And number 10, I went with Caleb Hunter. I mean, he was really inefficient at Mississippi Valley State, but like, he, he's very skilled, and now he'll for Mercer, Mercer. He'll actually be playing an actual system instead of just like rolling the balls out there and just like shooting, <laughs> taking bad shots. I mean, he's a skilled player, over a thousand points in his career, has shown the ability to be a solid distributor. And I think with uh, I think he can be a more efficient player when he gets better looks. I think Mercer also could be looking for a guy to step up and take that lead guard role. So I, th- I think he can be an actually productive player in his conference, despite playing on some bad teams before, but he definitely proven to produce at a D1 level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving to breakout players now. I have a lot. This is the most I think I've ever had for a conference. I just went with five. Kept, kept it nice and sweet, but you, you can just start listing them off, see if we have any overlap. So I have Tarese Watson of Lawford. Okay. Um, what, didn't he rush your last year? I believe. I believe coming from yes. Juco and any redshirt. It was yeah, good uh, at Juco though. Um and Wofford, this is the lowest I have ever been on a Wofford team. Absolutely. Maybe ever. I second um, that. I second that. It's crazy to speak this lowly of Wofford. But um yeah, I just they've had trouble getting talent in the building and keeping talent in the building is another problem. They lost J Pav, mm-hmm. who's terrific. Didn't um, like Carson McCorkle retire? Oh you know, I do remember him now. Okay. Like he was supposed to be on her team, but I think he just like retired mid off season. Interesting, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, this Wofford roster, rough. Um, Tarice Watson was at Gulf Coast two years ago, and he was really yeah. good there. Um, so yeah, 18 points a game, 47 percent shooting. Not an amazing three point shooter, 32 percent, but that can improve. Um, I feel like he might be their best guy. Um, him and Corey Tripp. Like that's really Quinn Misa. It was good, um, but he's and he's your stereotypical Wofford six foot guard who probably just shoots a bunch of threes. So um, Misa's a good freshman for them as well. Um, and they got um, what's his name from Southern Illinois, Kyler Felowich. He's oh, yeah. solid. Um, but yeah, definitely like the lowest I've been on a Wofford roster ever. Yes. So. Going to some more of my breakout players. I have Jock Quinones uh, from Mercer. Yes. Solid yes, players of yes, freshmen. Yes. Um, impact scheme, multi-positional, I think could uh, step up a little bit in year two. So, I originally okay. had him on my third team, actually. Okay. I was going to put him up there, but yeah. a lot of good cards in this conference, honestly. Another guy, another guy has Madison Durr for the Citadel. Citadel has some young stars in their backcourt. I think he could step up. He was probably the best out of them as a freshman. And I think he will continue to see increases, show the ability to facilitate a little, shooting a little bit, not exactly there, but I think he's going to have that potential. Was a decently uh, regarded recruit coming out of high school, so I think that he will see a bigger year, too. I have him, and I have Tyler. I mean, uh, I have A.J. Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, I have yeah. A.J. Smith as well. Yeah. Another rising sophomore guard. Um, so I have, like, multiple from a couple teams. I have Quinones, obviously. Yeah. For ETSU, I have three. I have DJ Hughes, Butler transfer. Okay. Um, okay. I think he's going to carve out a solid role. Um, I have, uh, let me open up my ETSU roster ship right here. 
I'll just go now because I have Donovan Atwell. I have Donovan Atwell for UNC Greensboro. I think he's going to start. Uh, Didn't play tons of freshmen, but he was another guy that was pretty well thought of as a recruit. Um, I've heard put up some decent numbers last year in limited minutes, so I think he can really expand into starting lineup this year. Um, Taking uh, Keontae Kennedy's spot, um, I think he'll be a very solid player in this conference. Yeah. um, I believe it was. Did I have? Yes, Justice Smith was the guy I have from Mansfield University at UTSU. Okay. Um, okay. Put up some good numbers last year, seven and three. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he comes from again the PSAC D two conference. So we've gone. I don't over. think his team was good, but yeah, no, Mansfield's not one of the better teams. But he that. he still put up some scoring numbers. He's yeah, he, twenty and seven for sure. Um, it is a good league against good teams, but he was on one of the the bad teams yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. in that Mansfield isn't really thought of as one of the good ones, but. Um. Anyway, and then I have. Did I put Jaden Seymour on here? No, I didn't. Um. He's from Wichita. I. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's pretty good though. Um. Then I have Devin Butler as well. Um. Devin Butler is a guard. Um. I don't think he's on this. Yeah. Uh, Who's he on? Yeah, I don't know why I have Devin Butler on here. Interesting. Who's Devin Butler. He's not on this roster, but he was on my list. I think he might be on UNCG or anyway, one of my UNCG breakouts. I have Jalen Breath, um, someone I think who can carve out a role. I have Milan Reith, San Diego legend. Um, I think he's gonna get maybe some minutes. He actually was at San Diego two years ago, then went the JUCO route, and then he's going back to UNCG. So, I mean, he's going back to the D1 level. So, I always think yeah. positively of guys who do that. Um, you know, it's guys that are being honest with their game, know what they need to work on, and he put up good efficiency splits at a pretty good, let's see, I don't want to. Um, okay, yeah. Jalen Breath, he was at um, Link Year. Milan Reith wants the South Plains. Um, he's originally from South Canada. South Plains, very good program. Mm-hmm. Their um, roster, like, side note, but their roster, South Plains, like, it did stack this year. Let me just read out some of the guys. They have guys gotcha. that were, like, good in D1. Okay. Um, before I get to my other guy, uh, guys, but let's see if I can pull their 2023-24 roster up. They have um, Jalen Forrest, who averaged, like, 10 a game at uh, Presbyterian. Um, mm-hmm. They got, like, Jalen Hampton from northwestern state he was like good there malik ewan uh oh wow almost come into south florida they got um i think he was the big right yeah i thought they got that guy from fresno state joseph hunter who got kicked off the team but he got arrested like twice this offseason but hmm. maybe he got kicked off of south plains too I don't know. I thought he was on the roster, but it doesn't look like he's on there here. And then some other guys you wouldn't recognize that have like been decently uh regarded recruits at times in their high school career. But yeah, so South Plains very good program. They also had like Chris Coleman who's going to UAB uh mm-hmm. last year. Um Chattanooga though, one guy I have a breakout is Randy Brady. Um very highly regarded recruit in high school. At one point, it was like four star. He was like a five star range. At one point, obviously fell down because he committed Chattanooga, but still had those high major offers and interests. Um, redshirted his freshman year, played a little bit last year, was okay when he played. And I think that now he's more developed and the program is his third year. I think he could really impact. I think uh, Chattanooga, because of you know their super high ceiling guys and Millen and Brady, are the wild card of this conference. Yeah, um, I, I you know definitely see that. If um, those guys break out, like they're a top three team, like they always are. If they don't, I think they're in the five to six range, and okay, you know, okay. but that's how I kind of look at that. Um, okay. Then I Cornelius Williams, who have already gone over. Um, my eight, my last guy was uh, Alex Williams for Furman. Was good last year. Going to okay. start now, likely due to Slauson leaving. Um, I think he's going to be a really impactful uh, player in Nisokan for maybe all conference potential there too for him. Okay, that's everyone for me. Oh. All right, all freshman team. Um, there were some decent freshmen in this conference. I will say that. Um, for sure. One guy has Corey Cotton for VMI. I think he's going to be 
the VMI freshman is most featured right away. Very versatile, skilled, athletic. Um, VMI is not going to be good at all, but I mean, I think he'll produce his fair share of numbers and probably transfer after this year. But yeah, um, so I've Cotton and Maurice Wright from VMI as my backcourt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I have Gabe Sisk of ETSU, who okay. I love. Um, my my ETSU a... guy, I went with uh, Maki Johnson. Yes, he's good too. Um, he's from Huntington Prep, right? Yeah. yeah. But both players pretty highly regarded. Both players at high major offers interest at one point. Um, not sure if they're going to see a ton of minutes right away, but both players definitely very skilled. Have the chance to earn a minute in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, I have then... Keenan... Keenan Davis. Davis. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Davis Sid, though. I think he's their best freshman. Um, they have a lot of freshmen off the bench. I think he's the one that has a chance to do the best right away. Um, Cornelius Williams. Um four for five. And, wow. Yeah. And my last guy was Miles Che for Chattanooga. Mm, okay. Um, no, I think I he, he has a chance to be pretty good right away. I think he was committed to South Florida previously. Um should should be a very solid player. Um that's everyone so that, of mine. That yep. five? All right. Pretty, pretty solid. Like through all of our, through all of our things, we've, we've had a lot of continuity. Let's mm-hmm. see if that sticks up through our conference standings. Um, number first team we're going to talk about is VMI. We better both have them last. Yeah. Um, yeah unfortunately, VMI although is... I will say, I think there nah. is a world that they might be better than Wofford in maybe because of those freshmen. Mm-hmm. Wofford doesn't have those breakout freshmen. Well, Wofford just has a bunch of just are random... these guys breakout freshmen or are they just gonna play because VMI is so bad? That is like, true. That was kind of how it was. You last gotta year. have to know the difference. Like right? VMI, like only had freshmen last year. Like they, yeah. they, their only guy that was like not not true. a freshman in the starting lineup was Sean Kahn, but like Asher Woods was a freshman, Tyler Hauser was a freshman, like true. Tony Felder was a freshman, Ricky Bradley was a freshman. Like they, they just didn't have guys at all. Last that is year. true, but, and uh, it's kind of the same this year. Looking, I mean, I do it. think some of these freshmen can be good. Yeah, like I didn't. Um, at the same time, like I don't my know goodness, how... yeah, I'm looking at the okay, yeah, yeah, they're last, and that's why I did have them last. Yeah, okay. they, they I had were, to remind myself how year. bad this roster is, and it's still all they, freshmen. They were bad again. last year. They were they were bad last year, and I don't really see a world where it, like really gets better. Um, I'm counting how many freshmen on this roster. I see one, two, three, eleven, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine in my scholarship chart. Um, yeah, you know, probably <laughs> walk-ons. I don't know if yeah. VMI does that because they're a military institute. I don't That's know true. how they do scholarship and stuff. But either way, either way, they're terrible. Um, it's hard to recruit to VMI. Though. Yeah, it is. Like it I'm is. got it. Got to at least Feel respect your coach yeah. for taking a job taking like, a job for sure vmi isn't a place where i'd want to coach and i have a lot of respect <laughs> no. for someone who tries to do it and he's doing about what he can like he's getting a talent and it's when to leave because when they're good enough to go somewhere else mm-hmm. like can't really do much about it you can't really take transfers like that i mean it's they've had some harder. good ones leave like sean conway is at st john's right yeah, i mean sean Conway was okay yeah he's not great obviously but um, the fact that, yeah, that like, he's getting talent to the power five levels is accomplishing for him i don't think sean Conway was actually a but i don't player. but i don't really yeah i agree. I, I'd put an asterisk on that one but like their the whole their Jake whole Stevens, freshman class was good last year and then because they were good everyone left because right. why do you want to be a vmi so yeah that is kind of problem they've been facing um but I mean, I don't really see it changing this year at all. Next thing to Citadel, I have the Citadel at sixth. I think I have them be, at sixth too. Wow, that's I think they crazy. Be good. I really like the front court. Winston Hill, if he's healthy, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Quentin Melora Brown can UMB. borderline start in SEC. I mean, he'll definitely be a solid player here. Good inside big man. Um, I think Good the backcourt, starting backcourt of Durr and Smith can be nice yeah. too. Elijah um, Morgan, solid return, add some veteran experience to backcourt. Yes. Um, and you obviously got like the Keenan Davis, freshman Keenan Davis, got Christian Moore, Quinn Nielsen, Marcus Pigram, Levi Burkholz, Cam Roberts, like a bunch of freshmen that could see some time right away as well. Colby Allister, Colby, solid Colby McAllister too. is a, Allister another returner. Um, could see some minutes, Tony Carpio, Mike Green. So yeah, uh, Sidell, they have some talent. They have a lot of young talent. They have experienced talent in the backcourt. And like, like I'm, I'm just kind of surprised we both had them so high because like normally like the Sidell, ninth or tenth, they're not going to be year. good. But like, um, they, I, and I still know they're going to be. I still know they're actually going to finish sixth. But like, they're they have the potential. Like, 
talent talent and youth and they they mm-hmm. kind of have they kind of have a good foundation here like yeah, i think this team could be good if the top five wasn't so good i put them higher but they're pretty good so mm-hmm. like I, and I also can't the bench is very that. unproven yeah but although like, i still, think the bench has potential though i'm not like gonna with say the freshmen, trash. yeah like these some of these freshmen can impact right away like obviously Dern smith were impactful last year um mm-hmm. so yeah obviously i lost a few really good players in austin nash and stephen clark but I don't know. I, I still think this can be a pretty solid team. Mm-hmm. I think Winston Hill, Winston Hill is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And he's a follower, so. Yeah, it bumps it up <laughs> even higher. Um, yeah, ne- next team is Mercer. I had them where they finished last year, eighth. Um, yeah, I had them eighth as well. Yeah. It's not a bad team. McCurry um, is really good. Quinones obviously has a breakout potential. Um, Jalen Cobb coming back from injury after he didn't play all last year, but he uh, got some decent minutes at Fordham when he played there. Caleb Hunter obviously has some a little bit of scoring potential in the backcourt as well. Michael Zanoni, returning player, should be in a starting lineup. Like Alex Holt coming over. Robbie Carmody. Robbie Robbie Carmody has never been healthy. Injury. He has never been healthy in his college career, and I want him to be healthy and good. Feels so, so bad. bad. Because, like, mm. he was a good recruit. He, like, never he, like he's never even got a chance to play at Notre Dame. And he had really good numbers in high school. Like, he was a highly touted guy. Um, He just never could stay on the floor. He's been through it all injury-wise. So, hopefully hopefully he's healthy. Him and Jelani uh, Williams, man. <laughs> just can't yeah, catch Jelani any Williams breaks. has been good now. No, no. No, Jelani Williams from Howard. Yeah, yeah, but he's put together. He's That's put true. together a few healthy years. Yes, he has. So yeah, this guy has not had any. Harmony is still waiting on that. Um, but yeah, I think this team could be like okay, but I don't think they're really improving nah, last yeah, year. I don't, I don't think I can't put them year, over anyone else. Over. But I don't think they're better than last year. Next team is Chattanooga. I have them where they were last year too. I have them seventh. Um, Ooh. I think there's definitely some potential to. Have I have them fifth. Improved. I, have them I fifth. think you can have breakouts from Sam Alexis, Randy Brady. Getting uh, on or off eligible is big, but the thing is, Trey Bonham won't be eligible. If they had him eligible, nah, that won't. would change some things. 100%. He would be my number one transfer in the conference, I think. He would he, be. There was a point where he was like really good at Florida. He lost playing time towards the end of the season, but he is still a very good player. Mm-hmm. Um, that would change the outlook a lot if they had him. I mean, Fitzgibbons is a solid player. He's a solid shooting option. Uh, uh, Jan Zidek, skilled big man. I'm counting on the really breakout do. of those two guys to kind of propel them over. Yeah, I, I do like um, Miller. Like, they have a lot of breakout potential. Demetrius Davis is, I mean, a guy on my all-conference team, but, like, good good freshman class, too. Miles Che, Noah Melson are guys that should impact the game right away. But overall, like, the top end talent, like it need, it's yeah, I agree. Could it's, be there, it's but it's suspect. not. Yeah. Um, like you're counting on a lot of things for this team to be good. For for a team that I'm competing them with, I'm also counting on a lot of things, and they have a first year head coach, so I'm a little suspect with that. Although ETSU is very talented, they are, but we'll get into that because I know where you're gonna have them. Um, where I have Chattanooga, so. Um, I would assume. Speaking about good coaches, though, I do like Dan Earl. Yes, um, that is why he was I kind better of better at VMI. Than the edge. Like to get what he did at VMI was pretty spectacular. Um, but I uh, this roster I don't know about. I don't know. Jake Stevens was so good. Like you saw when he was hurt, they would just go downhill. And he won me my uh, college basketball fantasy league just by just putting up double doubles every game. (laughs) He was was so skilled. Like he could have played the highest five majors if he didn't want to follow Earl. He's with the Kings now. Yeah. I'm sure he is. He's extremely long. Um, Pretty slow, but elite shooter, elite passer for a big man. Can really score a rebound, do everything. They also lost Jamal Johnson, Dalvin White. Solid players too, so I don't really see his team improving, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I, no, I, I still agree. see still see the potential for a lot of breakouts in this team for sure. Um, next team, East Tennessee State. I have them sitting at, I have them at fifth. Yeah, no, that's all I was saying. I have them at seventh. Um, okay, 
I think the first um, year head coach, I think Chattanooga's coach is much more proven. He's good. Um, yeah. I, give I, like, the, I like Steve there. Forbes, though. So I, I, I like Savage now because Steve Forbes is a good coach. He is. He is. Um, That's true. Can really get the most out of his players. Hopefully we get some. TSU is from. very talented. There's no doubt about it. Peterson um, should be a very. Did, did Peterson play Indiana State before? I feel like I feel like that mm-hmm. is a thing that there's a non-zero chance that it happened. And then he went Juco. Am I just making, yeah, he played at Indiana State. Didn't really play there. Like, he, he was on the team now. Um, but, yeah, he's come from Juco ranks. Was one of the best Juco players in the country last year. Um, put up some big numbers on John A. Logan next to Kurt Lewis, obviously. Kurt Lewis was the NJCAA player of the year. Peterson, very solid point guard in his own right. Justice Smith could uh, show the ability to really score the ball before. Jaden Seymour, Jaden Parker, very Strong front court there. Ebby Asamoa can really shoot the ball. Um, you got Cape Sisk from Louisville. Kentucky. DJ Hughes maybe mm. breaks out. Yeah, Sisk Johnson. I think it's a very solid uh, freshman duo. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Struthers, Jamaris Hairston, Tyler Rice, solid backup guards to have. Cron uh, Broid, Braden Illick from uh, backup forwards. Pretty solid team overall, I think. Um, Jaden Parker's a very good rim protector. Mm-hmm. Very good. No, uh, I love their front court. Very what athletic, I will say big is man there. top end talent with this team as well. I love yeah, Kamari Peterson. I, I, I would do. say it as well. Um, um, but then next to Kamari Peterson, who is your running backcourt mate? Like that's where the the two guard. Um, hmm, or Abby, if you want to run. Can... Ebby's very limited offensively. He's a great defender though. Um, yeah, that I mean, is his can... best three attribute. three and D guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he had his ups that. and downs offensively at Delaware, though very yeah, can, bipolar. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, I guess he is gonna start, obviously. Um, yeah, but yeah, good. no, I, I I do worry about their backcourt more than I do their front court. Um, yeah, definitely a team that has a little bit of potential. They're, potential, they're though, intriguing. Um, yes. Next team, Wofford. I have them in ninth. This team is bad. I have them in ninth. They're not good. They yeah. they made I mean they made a few additions offseason. They got uh Dylan Billy from Northeastern State at D two. Put up solid numbers there. That addition does not move me. Neither does no. Chase Cormier, uh who could be a breakout player. Coming from, he's from Northeastern. Yeah. Could know. could be good in a few years. Not really trusting that he's gonna be like the guy right now. I mean, the guys kind of I Corey, like are Corey Corey Jackson Treff, Civils is solid. Um Kyler Fillwood trip, like Quentin Misa, Quentin Misa is a good freshman. Um, but again, I I think he's going to be your prototypical Wofford guard that shoots a lot of threes. You put up a lot of good numbers. So, I mean, look, normally I wouldn't be hyping up six foot, one seventy pound freshmen. Um, you know that are just shooters, but you know Wofford has a really good track record with guys like that. So, um, Storm Murphy, right? Um. And then they had uh, McGee as well. So yeah, McGee is more like more of a catch and shoot, like off the yeah, ball. Yeah, sure, sure. Storm sure. Storm Murphy reminds me more like of a how you were describing. Um, yeah, so. that's true. But yeah, but like, yeah, no, nothing like, on this team excites me. Don like, they, Douglas, they, they need a breakout guy. Do they even really have any like big breakout candidates? No, they don't. Like, I agree with that. Tori like, Watson's the only guy that I could really say is yeah. a breakout. Even him, like he was really good two years. He played ago. at JUCO and didn't play at all last year. Like, I mean, obviously it was right or or whatever. But like, I thought he got hurt. Yeah, so there's at least an so. excuse there. Phil Butch is an efficient inside big man, but I mean, like he's only so good. He he could actually expand if he plays like a he could score like 13 points a game. I think. Um, Hopefully, Trip yeah, no, this breaks out a little bit. Um, but I mean, Trip has never been like a like high point score guy. I think he's gonna have to be that guy, which I don't know how that'll go down. Um, Cormier could be good, but like, I don't know, not not right now. Um, right. Dylan ba- Dylan Bailey could show some uh, flashes. Good shooter, scored over fifteen points a game at D two, but. Again, not not that something that like incredibly moves me. Yeah, you know, it's funny. The um 
and these are schools I used to hate. I used to hate Wofford, man. Oh, no, they were one of the mid-majors I used to not like because they would just cheese from, from the three-point line. Them and Davidson are, like, my two prototypical, you know, white shooting schools that I hate. Um, that You know, and they both suck now. It's tough. <laughs> yeah. Next team, uh, Western Carolina. I have the Catamount sitting at third. Oh man, I have them at first. Yes. Really, really. Mm-hmm. I knew we would. I want to go all the disagree. way there, but I like this team. Like they, they're going to be fun. Trey Jackson, Fontiers Woolbright, and Kamar Robertson, instant plug and play transfer. Russell Jones, solid point guard returning. Um, I mean, I guess he's kind of, kind of just a guard there with Woolbright kind of doing most of the ball handling duties. Um, mm. You obviously got. Williams coming in maybe can play some minutes down low right away. If he doesn't, maybe Bernard Ploat can kind of fill those minutes. Maybe Charles Lampton, college Charleston transfer didn't play there. Maybe he can also play some minutes there. DJ Campbell, a solid backup guard. Brandon Kamari Scott. Jones is an intriguing freshman as well from Hillcrest, thirteen and three. Okay, I'll have my roster, but yeah. Um Charles Lampton as well. Yeah, Brandon um, Scott, glad. Juco transfer. Yeah, mm-hmm. Colin Granger back up forward. So, like, overall, like, th- this team is very talented. The starting lineup is very talented, especially Wilbright. Trey Jackson can really fill it up, can really shoot the ball. Former Iowa State You know, the reason really I the like this team more than Furman is top in talent. I think they have the best top in talent okay. in the league, and I don't really I think that's all that, that debatable. Um, I could get behind that. Piggies is solid. I what I and I do have him on my first team, but I do need to see him be, to be a number one option in this conference. He hasn't, you know. I think he will there. be. I think he'll be fine. Um, guys like Piggies, Foster's good. I, I do like Marcus Foster. Um, I just like everything Will Bright brings. Like he is elite. He is a good coach for sure. Will Bright. I was um, talking about Will Bright, but okay. No. Yeah, I think their coach is pretty solid too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I do like this team's front court a little more too. Um, Cornelius Williams, guys that are really he's physical. unproven, but like if if you consider Wilbright part of front court, then I mean I guess mm-hmm. he's elite too. Um solid backup bigs. So yeah, I, I think he's a very talented team. I'm not willing to put him in first yet, but like I would I would love to see Vontaire's Wilbright play in the tournament. I would too. Um and people I think this learn is his name. Year. People would learn his name. I hope it's here. Um, next team, UNC Greensboro. I had him fourth. It almost feels I like it almost I feels like I'm kind of doing them a disservice because I feel like they should be like second, but like it's nothing yeah, against so them. Con- SoCon like, preseason has them second. The top four are clearly separated from number five. Um, I think like between yeah. UNCG and ETSU was a big gap for me. Um, yeah, I, think I agree. This is clearly in the top tier teams, but. I don't know. Like, I there's no reason that I didn't have him like second. I just just decided to. There are some flaws, I would say. Yeah. I mean, this was a very good team last year, though. Like, they yes. have most back. Like, I will say, I'm not the, I'm not the biggest McKeel Brown Jones guy. I think he's a little. I mean, he's I good. He's, he's good around the rim. Athleticism at the is. forward. Um, Tim Caesar, maybe a guy that could contribute right away yeah. to five. Jalen Gibson, I don't think he'll be eligible. Eligible coming from D two level, but formerly played at NC State. Um, Mason So is a freshman that could uh, see some minutes. Right you know, away. yeah. The reason I don't have this team high shooting, you know, what? There, there you go. Three point shooting, I think, is going to be an issue for this team. Um, they've been an interior team for a while now. Like that's that's UNCG. They're gonna they want to drive. They want to rebound. They're just not the three pointing. Three point Lang- shooting. Langley can shoot it. Langley he can, can shoot it. He, he can, can really can. shoot. He can really um, shoot. But that's it. But Kennedy like, could also really shoot, and he's gone. Um, yeah. Like besides him, like who is really shooting the ball? And that did stand well. out. Yeah. Donovan okay. Allen. Donovan Allen. He was a shooter. I mean, he didn't play a ton last year, but he took sixty-eight threes and eight twos. So mm-hmm. he's a shooter. He's a shooter. I think we get a huge breakout here from him now. Like. I'm I'm extremely high on him that well. Okay. I think he crashed the rotation. I think he cracked starting lineup. I think he could be like if really the future of this program. Uh, yeah, well, Langley really improved his shooting splits last year. It's just funny. He was a 37% shooter from the field, 32% shooter two years ago. 
He increased that to 44% from the field and 42% from three, both career high marks. Um, that's good stuff. Considering the volume he's taking, obviously, mostly right. threes. No, so I know he used to not really be considered a shooter, um, but last year he definitely changed that narrative, like you said. Um, give him credit there. Um, Donovan Atwell, yes, I, I, I remember him from somewhere. He, he he is a shooter for sure. Yes, um, he is a shooter. Good good high school prospect. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you got Kobe Langley too. More of a pure point guard defender. Um, He's a really good defender. Yes, gets gets a lot of steals, for sure. Um, this team will be great defensively. They also got Joriam Sianzu from Saint Bonaventure. So yes, you know he's the, probably the pretty good at defense team is definitely too. Defense. Um, yeah. Yeah, they do lose some good defenders. Like Boss Lady was a pretty yes. solid defender. Um, uh, Mohammed. He was at Clemson Abdul now. Salam, good defender. Yeah, that that was like that was a classic. Like, let's just take a random backup forward. This is uh, true because we can. Um, he's good for yeah. that though. Brown Jones, so. good defender. Um, Kennedy was a good defender too. But I think that focuses the team. It should still be a defense. Um. And rebounding, yeah, yeah. he'll be good Tim, on the glass. Tim Caesar should be a solid uh, plug-and-play guy. Back up big at Utah Valley should get a bigger shoot role. Shoot it a little, um, uh-huh. yeah. Um, not not a ton to bench, honestly. Mason yeah. So is a guy, freshman point guard, might be looking to see something out of Jalen White. Missed all of last year, could do some a little bit. Obviously, one wreath. This is a team from- like you know what you're going to get out of, but like. It's hard for them to exceed their ceiling. Um, it's yeah. really raised their ceiling. I think the ceilings at the top three teams are higher than UNCG's for sure. Okay, that's kind of why I am. Um, you know, definitely, definitely. Uh, besides Atwell, I don't see a ton of breakout here. Um, okay. either. So, um, so yeah. Next team, Stanford. Do I have them second? I have them third. Yeah, I have them yeah. third. I, I really like this team as well. Jermaine Marshall is a guy I really like. AJ Stad McCray coming back with him, uh, form a good starting forward. Uh, McCray, Stan McCray, more of a wing, but both players very solid returns. Ryland Jones, as I mentioned, plug and play point guard. Dallas Graziani, also a guy. I'm interested to see if those guys start together. Um, I'd be interesting concept, but also both of them are like good enough to be starters on this team. Um, I don't know if you want two small point guards starting. Yeah, but... that's the thing with Samford. Like they've but just Garrett Hicks so... also starting to make it just fine. Samford has been so bad defensively over the years. Like they need to start getting better at that end. Like it's the reason they didn't make the tournament. Like they need to like I get that the whole cute little five eight two guard starting, but like you need okay. to actually I, I I bet well they they started Quasi Glover and Bubba Parham last year. Yeah, so and, I, they, I think and guess might. what? I think might. But those guys are both like bucket getters. These guys are most, m- mostly like pure point guards. Yeah, so, and they I don't know still what suck defensively. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, Sanford's still going to be giving up. Steals, though. He'll rack up some steals. He might not be able to yeah. post up anyone, but like he can, uh, he'll can. he be good in there. Zach Loveday, maybe. maybe. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I'm in on Zach Loveday, but like there's potential at least. Uh Jaden Campbell, very solid backup guard. Obviously, Garrett Higgs, already mentioned, could start, could come off the bench if they decide to go with a two-point guard look. I actually do like the two-point guard look in general. like Not necessarily with this team, but like having two point guards in the floor at the same yeah, time is something I do you've like. Always, you've always liked that. I remember you talked about that on some other podcasts. I, I do like the two-point guard look. I am not a fan of that, actually. Um, but for it it reasons, depends who they, who they are. Um, here's the thing. You need, you know, like... A point, a pure point guard paired next to a shot creating point guard. Um, you need a point guard who's comfortable with getting their own buckets, and then you need a point guard that can really facilitate for others. Um, I think they need to just have opposite skill sets. Um, if you're getting two pure point guards and putting them out there, like no one's gonna want to score. <laughs> yeah, not um, like pure point guard. Yeah, exactly. But, um, um, but I get what but, you're saying, though. But I feel like a lot of the national champions have had, like, recently I've had, like, two point guards. Like, um, obviously, uh, you can have a few guys that, uh, let's see, like, they had, uh, like, Andre I think Jackson Tristan Newton is a bit of a pure point guard, yeah. Yeah, Andre um, Jackson was also kind of did whatever. Pure, I mean, pure that, that, point that was, forward. That was He's in the most traditional yeah. mm-hmm. two-point guard. Like, I know Baylor had all those guards. 
Those Villanova teams both had like a few guys out there on the floor who could do Arch- something Arch- like Akino that. and uh, Brunson. Like Brunson, yeah. Uh, definitely. So, yeah. Um, so, basically, Sanford's going to win the national championship under Dallas mm-hmm. Graziani and Ryland Jones. That's, that's her conclusion. But, yeah, I, I like Bucky McMillan. <laughs> I'm big, big fan of Bucky Ball. Um, a core, core, Nathan Johnson, Riley Allen, Spash, maybe a big man freshman that could do some minutes right away. Um, yeah. Why does, Buck, why does Bucky look like um the Bucky from Captain America or whatever? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or maybe... Oh, come on. Maybe I'm just complete... There is some resemblance. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Not not totally disresemblance. Um, well, I've seen Firmino. Obviously, I have him first. Um, you have him second, I believe. Yes. Um, Do it for second. I, I think they're going to go back to back. Um, losing, they lost some huge pieces, obviously. Um, Bothwell and Slauson were both amazing players that did not really belong in the SOCON. Professionals. But, like, Bob, Bob Rich is a great coach. He is. He finally broke through. I'm glad because they had so long Furman had been right there <laughs> david jean baptiste it's that crazy shot like they just could not no. escape the curse but then they finally made it and they finally showed they deserved to be making it all those years they beat virginia i um, always love you know anyone who beats virginia so yes. bob yeah, bless i have to watch junior basketball playing a tournament the better but yes yeah um <laughs> Furman, Bob Rich is a phenomenal coach. Pegues, I think, can be that guy. Like So Carter Whip player of the year. He's terrible. <laughs> I mean, with with all due respect to Carter Whip, he has not been an effective college basketball no. player. He was bad at Wake, Wake Forest and went to Furman and like, oh, like maybe he's kind of good there. Right. And he doesn't he's, even play. He's, he's <laughs> inefficient. Let, let me pull up a shooting split just so just so I can make sure I'm not just hating on him for nothing. And he actually is a Negative impactful player offensively. Hopefully, hopefully he's not listening to the podcast. That would that would be a would be a tough episode. Thirty percent to win though, and twenty five percent three yeah. point shooter. Shot thirty seven thirty seven point five percent true shooting percentage, and that was like oh. around when spent his whole career. Like I cannot defend that at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's a good passer, but he also turns it over way more than he like yeah. way more than he gets assists. Like. I don't know. He was supposed to be a good. That's why you don't reclass. Don't reclass. Don't reclass. Mm-hmm. He reclassed, and look what happened. He is. Anyway, let's right, get right. to the good parts of this roster. Davis Molnar is someone I'm actually very high on. Um, um, Molnar got eighteen oh, yeah. eleven. Redshirt freshman. Redshirt, uh, redshirt freshman. Six six. Really good on the boards. Um, yeah, obviously the the focus of the team is the front court, but I or the back court, but I think the front court has very solid pieces. Alex, yeah, Williams, Garrett I'm, Heen, I'm low key going into ben Cooper, Cooper Bowser as well. Tyrese Sunrise Christian, yep, freshman could she could mm. she a little bit in right away. Um, and obviously Pease Smith Smith is very versatile, can handle the ball, can really shoot. Um, should should be a great duo next to Pease. Obviously, have Foster. As well, played good last year, double to score on that top one under team to firm his hand last year. So I think Tommy this is Humphreys is solid too. Yeah. Yeah. Being another incoming freshman. I think this is collectively the best team in the conference, honestly. Um I, I think I disagree. But they they've yeah. proven they can be there. They're like they they've proven it. I will say they proved it with two professional players being their two best guys. Um, I mean, Bob, as much Bothwell as I love Western, and... as much as I love Western Carolina, they didn't really prove last year with most of the same pieces they still have, and they lost yes. a player to high major level too. Um, I mean, Western Carolina has not really been relevant ever before last year. I mean, Furman's no. been relevant for a long time, and they've choked like, for a long time. So. But like they don't Furman have was so cleans. much better in Western Carolina last year. I mean, obviously I lost the players, but like Western Carolina was 236. Like I, I think they will take a significant jump, but like at some point I think Ken um, Palm is also disrespecting them. I don't think they were that bad, but um, you know, Western Carolina is playing good basketball. I think they were definitely better than that. But they were up and down last year, yeah. and um I think that changes. I don't know. I I um, definitely see them as a contender, but I I just like Furman too much. Um Think, think. I know that they definitely have the. There's a coaching floor. edge. There's a coaching edge for Furman sure. Furman has too. an incredibly high floor. They do. Yeah, Furman's not gonna um, like be lower than second. 
the the top four is so good it is though that like if they're like four and like four games ahead of fifth place like that could be a thing that there's a non-zero chance of happening yeah um could i see like uncg hurdling them at four now like i can um like any of these four teams could win the conference they could in theory uncg western carolina samford like they could like in a there's a world where that happens Definitely a four group above the rest. I think. Like, I, I don't think there's any other way you could put it. I don't think any other serious teams have shot. I don't think any of these four teams really will fall back. Maybe Western Carolina because they're just like so. They have they have a high floor, low ceiling. Um, but I think they will firmly establish themselves in that top four group. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a- any more notes in the SoCon? This was a fun preview. Mm-hmm. Western Carolina lost that like double overtime game too in the SoCon tournament too. So again, yes. set up the revenge arc, just like Furman got the revenge arc in the SoCon after losing on that buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. Set it up. Right? Yep. <laughs> Storylines are always the thing in college basketball. If there's anything you learn, absolutely. Yeah, but let's see what what conference do we want to do next? Let me let me look at this conference preview sheet I've assembled. Ooh. Um. Let's see. What do we want to do next? Is it time to do the Big East? Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's time to do the Big East. Oh. I, I mean, I know you're a big Big East oh. guy. Having Villanova I will bring out the Johnson Big East tournament hat. I'll bring right. out some some merch for sure. Um, Big East is Big East made me fall in love with basketball. No doubt about it. First conference I ever. It will watched. make many people fall in love with basketball again this um, season. I, it really will, man. Um, I I gotta be back at the tournament. Um, yeah, it's just gonna be historic year for the Big East. No, no, no doubt. Um, definitely gonna be back on the caliber. I think of the old Big East. Um, maybe not as deep, but top heavy. Incredibly, I mean, it's incredibly top heavy. And it's incredibly good to top too. Like, yeah, it's not just um, like. Not just like one or two teams, like the whole like right. top half is incredibly strong. Man, I will say, why did Zach Fremantle have to get hurt? Andrew Hunter. Oh, <laughs> it disappoints me because I, Xavier was going to be like my and sp- you were so high no. on Xavier. Xavier was going to be like the sneaky team that was unranked and like shot up the rankings that were top ten before you knew it, but not anymore. Um, anyway, you know, though, I love their conference USA guys too. Anyway, mm-hmm. though, um, especially guards, Usman is. Uh, he's he's a big guy. Solid. He's not gonna he's not gonna But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll discuss all in next podcast, the Big East preview pod coming up uh next, whenever that happens, probably the next day after you're watching this, maybe the same day. We're cranking these previews out. I think I think we're gonna hit all of them. I think we're gonna get them all in. We're a little behind on days, but we've been we've been rolling through in the past few days. Um yeah. Uh make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go follow our social media. It's at Hoopscoop Media, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube as well. Um, really grown on YouTube. Um, really have a lot of plans for the season uh, okay. on all social media platforms. Make sure you stay tuned to those. Um, yeah. And anything else before we uh, send this one out? Yeah. If you're watching the podcast, if you're listening on the podcast platforms, make sure to give us a five star review. And also know that we are on YouTube as well. And in case you want to see us and feel like you're part of the conversation. You know, if we us. weren't grinding out podcasts, you could get this YouTube shorts thing going, but just having that yeah, time. We'll, we'll do some we'll do some stuff in the talk. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get some more of, time. You know what we'll do? Is when teams do good, we'll pull up the receipts from the podcast and post them. <laughs> you gotta I be saw that Texas Texas like was kind of battling it out with the D2 team night. They ended up they ended up pulling away and winning by like 20 plus, but Louisville did not. Louisville lost. Louisville you lost. Did, today. did you not know that? Did you, were, no. Have you not been following news? I was at yeah. work. Oh yeah. They lost, well, like like just now. Just like an hour. Just like an hour. Just like two. Like before we hopped on the podcast. Like I was in podcast mode. I was literally in my notes, uh, just typing away. Well, so you, uh, <laughs> you missed Louisville lose to Kentucky Wesleyan. Oh gosh, aren't they decent D two? They're okay. They played yeah, St. Louis close say. last week. They were also ranked eighth in their preseason conference poll. So nothing great, nothing terrible. I mean, oh, middle gosh. of the pack D2 team, I guess. They have a few D1 players who like didn't really play their D1. Yeah. Any pain experience. Yeah, he's... It's not going to change. It doesn't matter who's on the <laughs> roster. He's a terrible coach. 
Like I, he didn't what, need. What if Kenny Payne's watching the episode? No, I should. I don't know. <laughs> Tell him to look for his. What's up, Kenny? Check his local job listings because he will. <laughs> he will need to look. Do you think he's going to make it through the season? Like he's obviously not going to make it past season. It would take a miracle for him to make it past season based on what we've seen the past few games here. But like, is he going to make it? Is he going to make it through the season? Is he going to make my, it to Christmas? My bet is no. Um, I have yet to see their non-conference slate, but if it's even decent, they're going to have some bad losses, and they're going to be in a rude awakening if they play some even decent mid-majors, which I'm not even sure they do. You know what? Do you want to look at Louisville's non-conference real quick before we get yeah. off the air? Yeah. So Let's see if there's some potential. I wonder if they play any SoCon teams. That would be nice to have it tie-in if they did. That's true. It would be a nice tie-in. Um. Let's see, Louisville. They, they played Chattanooga, second game of the season. They do play a SoCon team. And that's they're, a loss. <laughs> uh, they're, they're probably going to beat UMBC opening night. UMBC yeah, doesn't. they'll beat UMBC. They'll, they'll beat Coppin State. Probably beat Chattanooga, although if there is some upset Coppin, potential If they there. lose to Coppin State, you need to fire him immediately. Coppin State might be the worst team in basketball this year. They play Texas. <laughs> they're they're going to get crushed by Texas. Even though I don't like Texas, like... I meaning I don't like Texas. I'll be rooting I, for Louisville. Don't worry. Me, me not liking Texas is more me having Texas like top 35 instead of top like 15. I think they're still a right. good team and team in a vacuum. So they're, they're going to lose to DePaul. They're going to lose to Virginia Tech. New Mexico State to... is a loss. Yeah, that's a loss. Maybe. They're going to Pe- lose to Bellarmine again. Pepperdine. They're going to lose to Arkansas. They're going to lose to Arkansas State. Arkansas they're going to lose to Arkansas them. State. They're going to lose to Arkansas State. They're going to lose to Pepperdine. Um. Pepperdine's kind of facing the same talent, same problem of underachieving yeah. with talent, but I don't know. They might actually Pepperdine might actually have more talent, so they might just be better in Louisville. They're gonna lose to Kentucky, they're gonna lose all their games in ACC play. They're gonna be terrible. Yeah. It's it's not gonna change. It's not gonna change. They're gonna be so bad again. No, yeah, but I don't anyway, see wins here. Yeah, Big East preview next. We will have a fun time on the Big East preview. Obviously, both have lots of connections to the Big East. We cannot wait for that, so we will get prepping right now and get off there for you to, uh, mm-hmm. you to, you to get prepared for that. You also need to get prepared for that. So yeah, we will mm-hmm. see you for the Big East preview pod up next. <laughs>